0: High Noon with George Hook.
1: News Talk 106 to 108.
0: Well, it's time for Bill Hughes with In Essential Songs. He's actually done brilliantly over the last two weeks. He's kept me interested. There isn't halfway through the usual bang as my head hits the table and fall asleep
1: as he goes with Black Bandits or Black Sabbath or some other crowd I've never heard of. It's nearly a year since I went with Black Sabbath and you haven't let that one go yet. I know. Like a dog with a bone. Like a dog with a bone. I don't know
0: who they are. Anyway, who have we got?
1: Okay. Today we have a song that was released as a single in 1971. Okay, we're all right. I'm with it. 1971. That's good. Uh, by one of the great soul singers, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as what a lot of other Franklin. people know, a man, a man, a song, okay. not the Queen of Soul, Mr. Al Green, or no. as he's known, the Reverend Al Green. Oh yeah, I know. And this man. song, "Let's yeah. Stay." together. Oh, I, I like, like this. Let's stay together. Yeah, it's this a, is great. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Surpri-
0: Sorry, can I just stop you for a second? Yeah, okay. Because you know I never interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. um, this is interesting as an essential song. Because see, I, I presume you're not going to tell me now in a minute like you usually do, that this was a worldwide hit and all this sort of stuff. Well, it was. was it? What's <laughs> yeah. It? But I mean, I, th- I think it's great, but I didn't think that it was a huge number song.
1: Uh, it was massive and oh. it was massive, not only for Al Green, but there's another version that's very special that we'll talk about later. Yeah. But right now, okay. let's Al talk Green. about the Al Green. Um, like, in fact, when it was released, it went straight to number one in America. It is? Yeah. And number
0: one of the actual charts? On the now. actual chart. Not
1: the sole chart. No, no, no. Okay. On the actual chart. Right. Okay. And it also remained number one on the R&B chart for nine weeks. Number one. Now, It was written by Al Green and and, uh, co-written with Willie Mitchell. And Willie Mitchell's a a, a kind of a a formative character for Al Green. But it's very funny. Uh, Like the song has gone on to be ranked as one of the greatest songs of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. It's in their 500 greatest songs of all time. It was selected by the Library of Congress in 2010 uh, as an addition to the National Recording Registry, which selects recordings that are culturally, historically or aesthetically significant. Ah. Um, now Willie Mitchell funny his observations about the whole song and how it came about he loved Al Green and he was working with him and trying to make him better and trying to break his bad habits because he was singing like other people but I'll tell you about that shortly um, You but, keep
0: telling me you're going to tell me but about I have something loads now. to tell you I have loads to yeah, tell you right.
1: but he wasn't the greatest judge of a song according Al wasn't to, uh, No no according to Willie Mitchell and Let's stay together is a case in point because Mitchell had done out the the bare bones of the track and he wanted uh, Green to write the, the lyrics and Green heard the bare bones, didn't like it at all. Mitchell said, come on, you put the lyrics on it. This will be a hit. Okay, okay. Green was like, yeah, nah." So they, they rowed for days like in the studio and it was using up time. So eventually Al Green gave in, went out into the foyer, sat down and in five minutes wrote the lyrics. You're kidding me. But decided that five minutes was too short a time. So he started watching boxing on the telly because he didn't want your man to know that he had written the lyrics and he got himself a Coke and he sat there calmly and said, "Okay, these aren't bad lyrics. So he went back in and handed them over eventually to Mitchell. Mitchell went, this is brilliant. Now you've got to record it. definitely." And Al Green said, no, I don't want to record it. It's for somebody else. Let somebody else record it. I think it could be better somebody else. And this went on again for days. Like there was a whole thing. And eventually they had to go in. When Al Green agreed, he went into studio and started singing it quite aggressively. (laughs) And Mitchell had to say, no, we'll do that again put more softness in the voice and they'd do it again. And he'd say, no, change your tone to this. And this went on and on and on until eventually the classic song that we know came out of studio and and Green eventually agreed. You know what? It is rather good.
0: All right. Two (laughs)
1: questions.
0: I presume he's black,
1: is he? Oh, yeah.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And why the reverend? Was he a reverend? No, he became a
1: reverend. I want to tell you all about that now. So he was born in 1946 in Arkansas. Little Rock and uh, not in Little Rock, uh, Jack Snow, a place called Jack Snow in Arkansas. Right. And um, like he from the in the 70s, he had all these hits. Take me to the river, tired of being alone. I'm still in love with you, love and happiness. But his signature song is Let's Stay Together. Now, he was born the son of Cora Lee and Robert G Green. Now, at that stage, they had a knee on the green. Okay. Al Green later dropped the E. But he was the sixth child of ten okay. born to them. And the dad was a sharecropper and was incredibly religious. And when Al Green was a child, he actually threw him out of the house because he found him listening to the devil's music. He was listening to Jackie Wilson. And so the father threw him out and it took an awful lot of getting him back into the, the Do Did we the, the ever do
0: Jackie Wilson? Do yeah, we it? did. Read Petit. Remember, well, yeah, the yeah very well. Did we do it? Yes, we You might do it again, but yes. I really like that.
1: <laughs> so as uh, Al Green said, at the time, he was, wasn't just listening to Jackie Wilson. He listened to Mahalia Jackson, Wilson Piggott, but the big one he was listening to was Elvis Presley. Well, of course, the father ah, was yeah. having the nuts. Sure. See, even the my, mother, going, even the, my mother was. Yeah, but the father sense, was uh, going nuts. That is the devil's music and yeah. look at the shakes of him and everything else. So in high school, Al formed a vocal group, Al Green and the Creations. And then they changed their name to Al Green and the Soulmates. And they recorded a song called Backup Train. And they were only kids, like teenagers. But it was heard by this guy, Willie Mitchell who was a big hitter in the music industry at the time and had formed a label called High Records. And he decided he was going to sign Al Green but first he took him into boot camp and mentored him and tried to beat the Jackie Wilson out of him and the Sam Cooke out of him and the Wilson Piggott out of him and the James Brown because right. that's who he was singing Okay, well, like listen, we have to stuff. hear this oh you want to hear it first okay, can well. I hear it let's
0: hear it let's I mean you talk for Ireland <laughs> if it didn't stop you and have a bit of music uh, lads have we got a needle in the machine let's give it a lash been you. It's the Reverend Al Green and it's Let's Stay Together. Paddy Looney saw him a few years ago in Cork and he was great. Paddy Looney is a Black Sabbath fan as well. You'd be delighted to hear. But now you said he had the, 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 the Jackie Wilson beaten out of him. There's a better Jackie Wilson Still there, there. Yeah, that's, Isn't that, there? that's early on a in the
1: career. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. So what's happened then? This he became like he had seven consecutive million selling records after this song. The career went mental and he was at the height of his career and he became a bit of a ladies man. And he was dating a woman called Mary Woodson White. Right. And she was married, but she wanted Al Green to marry her. And he was trying to explain. I can't marry you when you're already married, and we have to go through the process. So she didn't yeah. like that. Okay. And he was taking a bath, and she got a pot of boiling grits. You know, yeah, grits. I, I, like, I do uh, porridge. Like yeah, the, yeah but like, It's like, uh, you.
0: It uh, just in case Bill Hughes is mm-hmm. trying to explain
1: to you to eat grits. Don't don't. It's, it's a big <laughs> thing in the South in America. Yeah. And she poured boiling grits on him while he was in the bath. Yeah. And very badly burned his body. Yeah. And then she went to his drawer and she found his .38 revolver and she shot herself. And no. she left, Yes. And she left a note in her purse that the cops found. And it was a suicide note outlining her full intention to do that. So that he felt was a sign from God that he'd been spared and he decided, I need to turn my life around. Right. And so he became an ordained pastor okay. of the full gospel tabernacle, Choir, uh, tabernacle church in Memphis in 1976. And then in 1979, he, he was still touring, combining his music career with his church. Yeah. And he fell off the stage while performing in Cincinnati, Now, he interpreted that as another sign from God that he better start, stop recording all the pop stuff and all the soul and R&B stuff yeah. and that he should start recording gospel music. OK. And so he turned to gospel music and his first gospel album came out in 1980 and in quick succession over the next decade, he won the Grammy eight times for With best gospel, gospel vocals. So... By the way, now, this yeah.
0: guy is 71 now.
1: Now, yeah. And still, his church is so successful that people crowd the church. His congregation are up the front. Still. Because he sings in the church. Oh, right? I see. Um, But the, at the back of the church, you've people coming from Japan and Sweden and... UK and Germany crowding in to hear the Reverend Al Green sing. But he sings within the context of giving a full ceremony in the church. And the church is just beside Graceland in Memphis. So it's another huge popular tourist attraction. All right. But he's very popular now. He, He was asked in a documentary uh, called the Gospel According to Al Green in 1984 by Robert Moog, the the filmmaker, and he said to him, uh, "Where do you see your ministry headed? Where do you think it's 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 on its?" Head? And Al, Al Green replied with like unflinching. Zest, He said, I shall be one of the greatest evangelists in the world. In the world, he emphasized. And not only will we fill auditoriums and coliseums and stadiums, but we will multiply blessings to people around the world. Well, has has, he pulled it off? No, no, that hasn't happened. (laughs) That hasn't happened. But he says he's at peace with his faith and his ambition. He's completely satisfied with what God has done and he's grateful to be where okay. he is now and in the mindset well, that he's
0: in. Can I just kind of calm you in your evangelical excitement? Yeah. At the very beginning, you did your usual teaser. Yeah. I'll tell you about that later yeah. and then you never get there. OK. There's some other fella sang this song.
1: Uh, it wasn't a fella. It wasn't a fella. And I'm there now. And it was your beloved, Anna Mae Bullock. Was it? Tina Turner. Ah, Tina Turner hello. in 1983. <laughs> I hope we're going to hear it. Yeah. This oh,
0: listen. The the production studio. They're going mad in there with <laughs> with uh, Tina Turner.
1: Well, I'll tell you, Heaven Seventeen were a, phenom- a phenomenal dance group in the right. early 80s. Heaven 17. Heaven 17. OK. And they teamed up with Tina Turner. Tina Turner, who at the time couldn't get arrested. Like, she hadn't had not had a hit since the mid 70s. Nobody really wanted her. Her career was floundering. You're
0: going to tell me now that this revived her career. Completely
1: revived Is that what her. you're saying? That's what I'm saying. You're an extraordinary guy. Let's you're Stay mean, Together was what brought Tina Turner back into public consciousness. Right. Well, her now, performance uh, of the song on the tube on Channel 4. I will never forget it. I came in from work on a Friday evening, put down my bag, turned on the telly because the and tube was, my, and there she was, and right. this is it because this is the recording. Well,
0: just before we go, it was uh, the first dance of my wedding five years ago. Says a listener, none of that bland stuff. It was uh, let's stay together. Now the great uh, Tina Turner, I saw her in the O2 or whatever you call it. Her. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! Here it comes. Let me say the same, baby.
1: Since we've been together, ooh, loving you forever is all I need. Let me be the one you come running to.
0: Well, years you she made an old man happy. Which which version do you prefer? I ah, no, Tina. i mean, a huge <laughs> Tina fan. Eddie O'Sullivan, the former Irish coach. I was in his car, and he introduced me to Tina Turner over near Moylock, County Galway. In the car, listening to Tina, and I was sold. And then I saw her, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, she's so much I fun. saw her in the company of a Garda Commissioner. Would you believe? Really? Well, he was sitting next to me
1: yeah. <laughs> in the
0: old two. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, um, unbelievable. Your man, Hughes, finally, after all the years, has finally been converted to my kind of music. He's done now about four weeks in a row, all because of the pressure I put on him. He'll be back next Thursday. We'll be all back tomorrow with High
1: Noon.